we can use the intelligence of love to be less reactive and more responsive, more open to the vitality that life is trying to get into us. I'm Danielle Laporte, and hopefully this is a portal to your own inner knowing. This is my podcast with love, Danielle. Hello, my loves. We are talking today about blessing and releasing. I will give you the diamond right away in case you're in a hurry. This is it. Nothing leaves you until you love it. Got it? Okay, but keep listening. So what you're about to hear is an actual excerpt from the audio edition of my book, How to Be Loving, which I'm hearing a lot has some kind of medicinal effect on people, which I'm really happy about. This episode is short. It is sweet without being saccharine. And it is potentially a very powerful reframe for all the dialogue we so often have in the self-help community around cutting cords and letting go. In terms of letting go and moving on, this is How to Be Loving. Chapter 4. Bless and Release. Retelling old stories can hold us back from healing. I've had plenty of therapy, Jungian therapy, gestalt therapy, a Jewish Buddhist psychotherapist. Most of my girlfriends have had a ton of therapy, which means I've gotten therapy by proxy. So what does she say about him projecting all that onto you? Oh my God, that's brilliant. For that matter, a bunch of my friends are actual therapists, coaches, healers, or facilitators. And I trained some of those facilitators myself. I'm covered. There's been heaps of recapitulation and reclamation in my personal processing. I have cried. I have talked. I have tapped it out. And with the exception of one very cranky counselor, who I'm sure was just projecting her unresolved issues onto me, accusing me of transference. You see, this is the shit you say after you've had a lot of therapy. With the exception of her, I am grateful for every single hour doing the work that helped free me to loving awareness. Some very skilled mind-knowers have guided me through the darkest passages of my life, and I am indebted to them. When we stay attached to our experiences, we can create suffering. So the healing inquiry, the healing inquiry is, are you willing to give over one painful experience and the suffering that came with it to your heart? for healing. Just one. And then another and another, bringing each experience up into your heart to be accepted and completely loved so that it can be fully released. The most sincere healers guide you to fully examine your woundedness, its origins and its impacts, and to free yourself of its origins and impacts. 
we dive into those watery realms of past pain and we reclaim the parts of ourselves that were dislodged by the floods of tragedy and trauma and then we resurface more whole more buoyant ideally we keep flowing downstream with our lives we move on but the shadow self the shadow self finds those murky waters all of that pain so tempting it loves to hang out there and it will send us back unnecessarily to stir up old memories we keep talking about our painful events on and on with the retelling you know we turn the trauma into a main character in our life's theater and somehow we're always finding subtle or overt ways to reference the pain you know in conversation we impose past storylines on what's playing out in our current life we might talk about how the new challenging person in our life is a repeat pattern of someone in our family of origin she's just a replay of my mother or this is the father wound all over again and yes psych 101 will tell us that we repeat patterns until we become more conscious and break the cycle the wounded self loves to recreate what's familiar even if what's familiar is unhealthy but we can get trapped in the analysis merry go round we keep looking at our present through the lens of our past we walk through the world through our relationships asking how is this a reflection of my past and that's an incredible disservice to our healing and to the opportunity in front of us to love let's say that your father was absent so unconsciously you married someone who's out of town for work a lot and it's a source of pain and healing for you let's say maybe your sister stole your boyfriend in high school and now you're in a business partnership with someone who steals the limelight those old patterns may in fact be playing out on one level it's really productive to make the connection between past pain points and what we've created in our current life now notice here i use the term created not attracted i think attracting is more passive sounding than how manifestation actually works created feels more dynamic and responsible we like to think that we attracted that bad character but that we created some good fortune we're creating all of it okay back to how our past shows up in our present seeing what we're creating is brilliant self-responsibility it's a means to empowerment but there's a shadow side of correlating our past with our present life we keep digging up what we've laid to rest and when we do that we're re-energizing the old pattern we're reinforcing the old form the retelling of those painful stories can hold us back from healing 
As Marianne Williamson teaches, we do not heal the past by dwelling there. We heal the past by living in the present. Perspective informs our reality. If we choose to perceive people as repeats of our past, then we'll keep repeating the past. We can choose to let someone be who they are for us today, not a hologram of yesterday's issues. I have a list for you. Oversimplified instructions on how to let go of the past. First, identify the wound. Where do you feel restricted, weak, or incapacitated? Secondly, identify the impacts of the wounding. How does the woundedness affect your thoughts, words, actions? Thirdly, Apply the medicine of forgiving and loving kindness to the wound for yourself and for others. And then leave the past in the past. See people and the events of today with a loving gaze, which is to say, let love dissolve your doubts. Let's talk about letting go versus cutting cords. If you've done some metaphysical homework, and of course you have, you're here, you have probably come across the idea of cutting energy cords with people and places. We send all that energy back to its source and cut, cut, cut those cords. That practice can be a powerful remedy to imbalances and to protecting ourselves, but... Sometimes, if you're in an emotionally volatile space, it can be difficult to dissolve energetic ties with people you're angry at or a situation that felt wounding or hurtful. The cutting ties gesture itself can have an underlying aggression, and that will just generate more angst which is just another energy hook, which is just more of the same story. You can't let go of something that you are aggressively trying to let go of. We want to gently and thoroughly let go of all of the residual scars of a painful connection or event. Your part in the pain, their part in it, the pain in the middle of the pain, the pain over the pain. And then, then we offer it all up to be transformed into a higher vibration, which by the way is how we create wisdom. With the help of the divine, we refine our suffering into light. We don't want to approach letting go as a cutting away or a separating from our sorrow. It's about turning to the divine with our pain and being healed through that connection. Ultimately, this is about identifying with our expansive nature, our expansive nature, our true nature, instead of feeling constricted. Constriction grips. 
Expansion lets things flow. And when we're expanded, we open ourselves to receive more healing and blessings. Lean into this one. Nothing leaves us until we thoroughly love it. We can't curse it to release it. We can't attack it to release it. That only creates more clinging and pushback. Bless it. Thank you for what you taught me. May you be free. Thank you for what you taught me. May you be free. Then whatever it is, a relationship or a painful thought form, it gets what it's always wanted, some love. And then, then it will go on its way. All right, my loves, if you need a little extra support on your journey, we now have the How to Be Loving journal. You can pick those up wherever you love to purchase books. Thank you so much for listening, for feeling, for spreading the word with love.